this episode of My Cat's Tale, let's meet Morgan and his wardrobe. It was the first week of lockdown and he came out with a huge allergy reaction. What can we do to make him comfortable that he's not going to be unhappy with? We just bought some cheapy little dog t-shirts. It turned out that he actually liked them. Joining me now on my cat's tail from up in Norfolk, Rhea, welcome to the show. Hiya. <laughs> Lots of cats there in the household, but the one I want to start with is the lady's cat, the man's cat, the cat about town, who'll be seen in all the best nightclubs through all the greatest restaurants. It has to be one of the most dapper cats I've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me about more. Morgan and his twin brother Morris, um, they, we, well, my other half actually found them living in a caravan. Um, this would have been in three years ago, I think. And where they were living, the person who had them wasn't really looking after them very well. So words were had and it was decided that they'd come back and live with us. And sort of that's where the story started, really. So this um, is almost like a rescue in situ. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. One that we did ourselves and we couldn't leave them there because, well, they weren't being looked after at all. So it was decided that they really needed to be moved and we, we'd have them. How does that happen with who, who they were living with at that point in time? Um, to be honest, I don't think he really wanted them. He was given the cats. Um, they were actually for his girlfriend at the time who had left him just before um so he had absolutely no interest in them so i think to be honest he was quite happy to give them up to us <laughs> and then morris and morgan find a new home and it you already had cats at that point yeah at that point we had um well we had one called munchkin as well who's actually who um passed away a few years ago um, we also had Mr. Bimble, the black cat, and we had Henry as well, the um, ex-feral cat. So, yeah, we already we already had several. <laughs> it was just another two to add to the mix. <laughs> was there any thought of not bringing Morgan and Morris into the household, of maybe just temporarily fostering them and then helping them to another home? Um, not really. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, yeah, when, yeah. I know that <laughs> there, there wasn't too much thought thought involved in it. I mean, cat in need, and we were there, and yeah, but it was logical they came home with us. Just had to hope that the others didn't weren't put out by it. Really, <laughs> how did they they settle? Because obviously, rescues a lot of rescues that we talk about here on the podcast have been through a centre, through an adoption. Yeah. But here they're going straight from one location where they've not been treated very well by the sense yeah. of it to somewhere big, brand new, shiny, where there are other cats around, but you know is safer. Yeah. I mean, I they settled in really quickly, to be honest. Um, I mean, there was obvious sort of doubts that the other cats might not accept them or they might not be happy um, but they were about three months old at the time so they were still quite young and sort of easier to settle really 
we kept them separate for a few days to start with and sort of slowly introduced them with the other cats. And thankfully, the others sort of, well, especially Mr. Bimble, he took them under his wing and that, he was like the father figure to them. It was brilliant. <laughs> and for those people who've seen Morgan online before, Morgan yep. has an unusual coat. That's a terrible, that's a terrible pun. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, good pun. <laughs> no, it wasn't a good pun. Let's just call it, thank you for humouring me, but but it was just a pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He he has quite a large wardrobe of clothes. <laughs> now, cats don't normally wear clothes, and there's a lot no, of debate about this, but yes. Morgan is it's in an unusual circumstance here. Yeah, he we'd had him for, I think, about four months. It was the first week of lockdown, so absolutely perfect timing. Easter bank holiday weekend as well, and he came out with a huge, like, allergy reaction. <clears throat> His fur fell out, he scratched himself raw, so we ended up having to take him to an emergency vet at the worst possible time. And they gave him medication, they gave him the cone of shame, which he absolutely hated, and it was it was a case of what can we do to make him comfortable that he's not going to be unhappy with this. We were hoping it was a temporary thing. <laughs> so we just bought some cheapy little dog T-shirts for him, just thinking, well, at least then he's covered up. He can sort of scratch if he needs to without doing himself damage and hope for the best, really. And it turned out that he actually liked them, <laughs> which most cats wouldn't. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's where that one started. Now you say there that he liked them, but does he have to keep wearing them? Does that has that allergic um, reaction still there? Yes and no. He he's got a lot of allergies. We've figured out some of them. We haven't figured out all of them. Um, I think a lot of it's almost become a habit now to scratch, which. Is a really hard cycle to break, especially with a cat, because they're very habitual creatures, as you know. <laughs> so he doesn't have to wear them all the time, but he does when he has flare-ups, <laughs> which is more often than not at the moment. <laughs> Poor little lad. <laughs> you start off with, as you said, the the relatively cheap, basic cat T-shirts and just yep. get over them. But now... When did you realise that this was going to keep on going and you could stretch stretch the creativity, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, after it had been a couple of months, I sort of had to start looking into other options. Obviously, little dog T-shirts are great, but they don't last. So <laughs> the internet is a wonderful thing. Saw a few adverts online and things and looked into companies. One of them's a company in America, which actually like makes specific clothes for cats. And another one that's a dog company, but they seem to be a perfect fit for cats. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just a case of finding the right clothes for what his needs were. Sometimes he scratches his arms, so he has to have long sleeves. Other times it'll be his back, so he can just have little short-sleeved ones. And you just have to adapt to fit what, what's going on with him at the time, really. <laughs> it's, does he go in seasons? Like, like does he, is there the winter Morgan collection? There is, yes. <laughs> he, he has his winter wear. He, 
it sort of became a bit of a well if he's gonna have to wear them he might as well look the part so he's got his like christmas outfits little sort of well typical awful christmas jumpers <laughs> he's got his summer wear which is sort of bright and colorful and cheery and yeah he's got things for every season now <laughs> and from a practical point of view how easy is it to get morgan dressed very <laughs> It never really bothered him right at the start, which surprised me. I mean, I thought it was going to be more of an issue, but he really didn't care. <laughs> but he's so used to it now that you call him, you get him onto your lap and he knows the like the whole procedure and he gets his nakey time, as we call it, where he gets to sit there with no clothes on, have a wash. And yeah, he, he knows how it works and he plays along. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> what about um, Morris? Uh, no yep. sign of that same allergy when he came? absolutely nothing no no morris has never had any problems so thankfully i mean you wouldn't wish it on them but i mean being twins you i did keep an eye out to start with in case he started to show symptoms but absolutely nothing absolutely fine <laughs> and how do the other cats react to the outfits um i don't think they noticed to be honest <laughs> <laughs> to start with, the first couple of times, when Morris and Mo they play fight sometimes, and Morris would get hold, if he had a hoodie on, he'd get hold of his hood and he'd pull it over his head. <laughs> and eventually they figured out that between them, he could pull it and Morgan could reverse out of it. So he figured out sort of, with the help of his brother, how to get undressed. But other than that, the other cats really aren't fussed by it. <laughs> I suppose if it's all about the smell and everything, these are Morgan's clothes, these are Morgan's yeah, yeah. smell. It's, yeah, they smell of him and they're used to him in them, I guess. So it's, I suppose it's just normal to them now. <laughs> what about the rest of the household? You said there that when Morgan and Morris came along, you had uh, the other two cats there as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got Henry and Bimble, they're still here. Munchkin, the older cat, he died three years ago. It was just before we moved um, house. But yeah, we've still got Bimble and Henry here. And well, Bimble, he's like the alpha cat, he really is. He's he's in charge. He, he was the first one of the five of them. So Henry's, I don't know how to describe Henry. He's lovely, but he's still got, slightly feral tendencies so you can't go near him when he's eating he doesn't know any other noise other than grumbling <laughs> if he's happy he he grumbles and growls if he's annoyed he grumbles and growls that's just his noise <laughs> that's just henry <laughs> so yeah and then of course there's little scritch but he came into the equation after the rest of them so he's i mean he's his own little story on his own to be honest <laughs> yeah we got him um it was september last year and we'd gone on holiday to cyprus as you do just a week away and i mean cyprus is known for its cats and while we were there there was a little um stray kitten wandering around who we couldn't he he was he wanted to be friendly but wasn't sure. And over a few days we sort of slowly made friends with him. And in the end he moved into our hotel room and wouldn't leave. <laughs> and when we came home, we he's lovely, but we can't we can't bring him home. It's just a daft idea. 
and we were on the coach on the way home um, or the way to the airport and we spoke to another lady on the bus and said oh we want to come back again next year and we see how the kitten's grown up and everything and she said as she told us the hotel was being knocked down so it was like oh now that now the kitten's gonna be homeless what are we gonna do so we got home had a little think about it and it decided that he couldn't stay there so we started looking into bringing him over here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, we put a thing on Facebook, as you do, and a few people suggested we did a little fundraiser to sort of, because obviously bringing a cat from abroad isn't exactly cheap. So we started up a little fundraiser to sort of help with costs and everything. And it was amazing. We we more than covered the costs of bringing him over. Um there was a slight issue with we set a few people about catching him because obviously he was still roaming free at this point and no one could catch him so I ended up having to get back on a plane fly back to Cyprus catch the cat and then come home again and yeah from there on it was just paperwork to be honest (laughs) it was the vets and getting him sort of chipped and chopped and vaccinations and it was just a big waiting game of sort of waiting on authorities and everything and yeah it was about two months all in and he flew over here mid-November and I had to go and pick him up from Manchester and drive him home in terrible weather (laughs) but yeah he's here now and he's yeah he's certainly living the good life he's he's a very spoiled boy (laughs) You're not particularly choosing easy ways to find cats to bring into your household, are you, Ria? No, not at all. (laughs) That'd be boring. (laughs) There's no just going out, picking a cat and buying it. No, not at all. (laughs) And and speaking of raising funds, that in the household, that's kind of carried on, really, hasn't it? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, we um, when I put Morgan's photos on Facebook to start with, it was one of those lockdown things where you've got nothing better to do. So what do you do? You take photos of your pets and you put them on Facebook. And he started to attract a bit of attention, obviously, because of his clothes. And it was we thought, why not make a couple of calendars for friends and family and see sort of how it goes and we ended up with an awful lot of requests for more calendars from people all over the world so I think I sold 250 of them the first year which is a bit more than my 10 or 12 that I was planning on <laughs> and it sort of spiraled from there really and his his Facebook and Instagram following grew and yeah he just carried on it was it sort of became a people were messaging me virtually straight after the lot, the first lot of calendars saying, so are you going to do one for next year? And I sort of, well, I, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to do them now, aren't I? <laughs> and so it carried on. <laughs> what did it feel like when you realised that Morgan meant so much to people outside of your house? Um, it was strange. <laughs> it really was. I mean, to me, he he's my cat. That's it. But to think that so many people all over the world have taken a liking to this sort of this little ginger cat is just amazing, really. It's just, yeah, it's it's strange. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing stopping you stopping after the first calendar. So why why do another one? Why why carry this on? Um, 
I don't know. It just seemed like a good idea. <laughs> well, that's I mean, a the dangerous phrase. One, it's a wonderful yeah, phrase, I, but it's a dangerous phrase. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was. So many people had requested them, and because they'd enjoyed the year before so much, I sort of thought, well, it's it's bringing smiles to people, isn't it? So why not? And it's raising money along the way because all the money raised from them went to charity to animal charities. So, yeah, I thought I'll carry on with it and we'll see how it goes. And it just kept growing. <laughs> and, okay, how did it keep growing? Because cal um, calendars are once a year. I'm, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first year we did calendars. The second year I thought, you know what, for good measure, I'm going to do some Christmas cards as well. And so I printed, well, we've got a friend who ran a print company. So I had him print up a load of Christmas cards and the calendars. And then it was just like, well, because he's got his name out there and his Facebook got dubbed Mogman's Wardrobe. So I thought, oh, I'll make a few T-shirts and things with the slogan on it. And again, all the money raised goes to charity. And yeah, it just kept growing. So now every year we have to change the T-shirts to, well, keep things interesting. And it's Mogman on tour at the moment. It's done like a band T-shirt with the list of all the places that his hoodies and everything have been sent to all over the world. So everywhere from... Well, England, we've got Australia, New Zealand, America, one to Bosnia. <laughs> they're, they're really spread out now. So, yeah, it just it just keeps growing. <laughs> Given those are raising funds for animal charities, what kind yep. of a difference then has Morgan made to other animals? Um, I, like, I like to think he's making a, a big difference. I mean, he's raised money for... Well, it started off as local charities. Then we sort of expanded to the rest of the UK. So sort of like going up and down the country. Um, he did one for to help out um, the animals in the Ukraine. Um, he did his, well, I say he, Scritch did one to help out his fellow cats in Cyprus <laughs> for the rescue that was nearby to where he came from. So I just... I like to think they help <laughs> and it also raises awareness for the charities as well because obviously they see the people who follow Morgan see the charity names and they then follow them so hopefully hopefully it's doing his little bit. <laughs> and how does that feel knowing that you're giving back something different to the world of cats, the world of pets, the world of animals? It is quite selfless. Yeah, no, there is a sort of like satisfying element to it, thinking that, well, just thinking that you've been able to help people and with the help of a cat. <laughs> well, two cats, three cats, four cats, five Well, cats. yeah, yeah, all of them are in it for good measure, aren't they? <laughs> they all, apart from Scritch, all of them are in this year's um, calendar, so they all get their credit. <laughs> if we'd found him a couple of weeks before, he would have got in, but he, I've promised him he's in next year. <laughs> Can't leave him out, poor little lad. <laughs> but in all of this, what we have is a household that sounds full of fun and full yep. of cats. Yes, bit of both. <laughs> yeah, no, they they certainly rule the house. They've definitely taken over, but 
I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> uh, a lot of cat owners stay at one or two. What's it like living with five? Um, it's not that not that much difficult or different. I mean, obviously they cost a bit more because you have to feed more. Uh, you fall over them more often. <laughs> there's more to get under your feet, but there's it's they're entertaining. <laughs> yeah no it's definitely entertainment and they all play together as well which is good so they keep each other entertained which is a bonus so yeah <clears throat> i couldn't i couldn't imagine having just one or two again now <laughs> i mean was there ever a plan to get up to five or six no. or seven it just, they just no. all fell into place <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah no originally it was just going to be bimble and munchkin there was no plan for the others um Bimble brought Henry home, the stray cat. He just sort of won. We'd seen him playing in the garden with him. And then one day we woke up and they're both asleep on the bed. So he just sort of, well, he stayed. And yeah, they just kept growing. They were None of them were actually planned as such. <laughs> and every time it was like, right, we're not getting any more. And then there was another. <laughs> That's an expectation that never holds true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think deep down we all know there'll always be another. <laughs> what have they taught you? Patience. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think you, there is a lot to learn from them. They're uh, definitely patience. <laughs> and also sort of compassion, I suppose. I mean, you see, they they don't have a bad bone in them, do they? They don't if they have an argument it's always a silly little one and they get over it in five minutes and I, I think i think you learn from that as well so yeah yeah definitely how to be a bit more sort of patient and kind <laughs> they, they have a lot more lessons for us than just oh look i've brought you a mouse i will now yeah. teach you how to catch mice and birds yeah, yeah no they haven't taught me that one <laughs> i ignore that lesson <laughs> okay i shouldn't say that out loud then should i <laughs> no no they do try though <laughs> uh it sounds like that they've all found a wonderful life both of oh, yeah. giving love and <laughs> receiving love as well yeah definitely <laughs> i like to think so anyway uh, i think we can see that all now uh calendars right there christmas cards pictures as well where's the best place to have a, have a look at morgan's wardrobe um probably his facebook that's the one that gets most use um which is mogman's wardrobe um he's also got instagram which is mogman's underscore wardrobe um yeah they're the two best ones really you can you can keep up with what's going on in his life and also see the other boys and obviously his mogware, all his bits and pieces that he does for charity. So, yeah, they're the ones to look at. <laughs> and we'll have links back to those back on our website, which is mycatstailpod.com. Rhea, it's been lovely hearing about them. It's been lovely browsing through all the pictures as well. Um, you know, it's just like, yes, yes, cat pictures, cat, lovely cat, lovely cat, Absolutely. lovely cat, lovely cat, yeah. lovely cat in a three-piece suit with the monocle. Oh, hold on. Oh, yes. <laughs> and That's it's true. been a delight looking through them. It's been a delight hearing Morgan's story and Morris's story and everybody else in the household. Thank you for telling me. That's okay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You've been listening to My Cat's Tale, a Spence Media production. Listen to more tales of our perfect pets at mycatstailpod.com 
and support us on Patreon. of Morgan there, and of Morris, and of Scritch, and an entire household full of cats, and a love of cats that stretches round the world just with a calendar. So many tales to tell, so many cats to love. That's what we celebrate here at My Cat's Tale, our feline friends, and what they do for us, and what we do for them. As always, you can find more tales back at our website, mycatstailpod.com, and you can support us, patreon.com slash mycatstailpod as well. ta for now. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>